And welcome back, fanboys and fangirls, to another glorious episode of the Podcast of Justice. I'm Ryan. I'm Delgado. Uh, today, while Delgado's opening this package, uh, we're going to be talking about the grading? ins and outs uh, yeah. of grading um, and slabbing comic books. Dude, do you need do you need help with that? <laughs> no, I'm good. It's like watching a monkey fuck a coconut at this point. It's kind of hilarious, but at the same time, like, yeah, kind of, they, they know what they're doing. Kind of on board. Um, so, for Christmas, I I bought Delgado a comic book he already had, um, knowing full well that he had it, because he's very picky about the grade of his comic books and stuff like that. Um, so, I when he bought the first appearance of Mojo at the shop we were at the other day... Uh, Shout out to Chimps Comics and Games. Chimps Comics and Games, bet. Um... I, I noticed that he was kind of, like, he, he would always infinitely prefer to have a comic book that's slabbed. Oh, yeah. Um, so... I told you. Package within a package within a package. Yeah. I saw, I saw a, de- a good deal on one that was already, like, pre-slabbed and everything, so I went ahead and snatched it up for him for Christmas. The whole time I'm fucking with him, making him think that, like, I'm buying it just to flip it. Yeah, right. You know you were going to flip that. I absolutely was not. There is no (laughs) flippability to this comic book in the first goddamn place. There might be. I doubt it. There might be. I doubt it. Even if there is in the future, that's not the type of person I am. Anymore. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Ever. I've never flipped. I've flipped like... I flipped like a handful of comics only because I needed to. Right. Dude, you weren't kidding. It's like packageception at this point. Yeah. Um. So I found a nice deal on an eight point five slab for him, like knowing full well that he would always prefer to have uh, something like that. Bad. So, um. Nice slab. <clears throat> but That's crazy. Then that means that this one, that other one's got to be like a nine point, or yeah, that one's got to be like a nine point oh. Why do you say that? Because of the edges and shit. I don't know, man. It's got a lot of shifting, and the pages are pretty yellow. <clears throat> and the staple placement's not great. It'd probably end up being, like, a, it, this one would probably end up being an eight and a half, too, I think. Yeah, but look at, like, okay, so when you... This could be from the shift of them putting it in casing, but now it's kind of just, like, permanently, like... You see how the pages are protruding from the cover? Yeah, that yeah. could also be a miscut type of issue. But yeah. either way, it presents really well. Man. Oh, dude, all, all comics present well. You're not wrong. I can't wait for that new Mister, uh, the new copy of uh, Mr. Sinister that I'm getting. Um, so I'm, I'm tell, over the... Tell them about the, the trade that we... Well, yeah, the trade that we just did. It's essentially going to be a trade because Delgado can't do anything that's just gift-wise. Uh, unless, unless it's for his family, um, at this point, apparently. Uh, so basically what he did was he made an offer and bought a slab first appearance of Mr. Sinister, uh, and gave me his raw copy. <clears throat> I'm saying it's for Christmas because I, I value his friendship and I value him. Um, yes. Doing an airhead. No, I'm kidding, okay. Uh, wait, is there a mystery one? Yeah, dude. Then yes. Yes, I shall. Oh shit. Okay, cool. So I'm I'm of the mindset I prefer comics that are signed to be slabbed while like blue labels, I don't I don't see a flaw, but I also don't see any real benefit to it. Well it's just like a nine point eight or ten with 
How many comic books do you see you walking around with a 10.0? Exactly. So, like, if you got a 10.0 on a book, like, you're a super fucking nerd. <laughs> like, my precious. I've got to keep it all fucking, i got to keep everything off of it. To get something like that, you'd have to d- take it directly from the box at Diamond to, like, the CGC headquarters in, like, a hermetically sealed box and shit. Depending, because sometimes Diamond would fuck up and, you know, not really ship their books very Dude, I remember. Remember? I used to go through the books. I am. (laughs) I think Mojo's going to be a thing, watch. Which we also do apologize for cutting it short last week. Because we uh, filmed, or yeah, we recorded on Anchor and that's just not going to happen ever again. I'll go like... Somebody trying to give a speech, like an academy, like an Academy Award-winning speech. And they start getting they like just, rushed they, off. Yeah, the they stage. start getting rushed off the stage. Well, thanks for being here. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely one of those like failed experiments. But we didn't want to go back through practice, and like practice makes perfect. Exactly, we're still trying to find our way around this format, this idea, and like. I'm trying to find a way to make this, this show as entertaining as possible while also staying true to who we are as people. To a certain extent. Exactly. Because, you know, we do this pretty much for us. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, 99% of this is done for us. Um, 0. 0.9. <laughs> I mean, yeah. 99.9. I thought we were just eating airheads doing a podcast, like... Pretty much off the cuff, too, because we were, like, not sure what we wanted to talk to about. Talk about yeah, I told us on my way over here tonight. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be like a, well, we'll see what we're talking about next week yeah. after Thanksgiving, which is kind of sucks that we didn't do um, the podcast on Halloween to have like an actual Halloween episode. But I feel like maybe once we get that shit all you know lined up, we can figure that all out next year when we are still doing this. Yeah, but you know Thanksgiving's coming up in a couple of days. Are you excited? Dude, I love food. Of course I am. But how has COVID? affected the whole situation are, are you and your family still getting together are you guys wearing masks like so the plan right now is since my dad actually has to work on thursdays damn yeah dude. he doesn't get it off Mm-mm. fuck my dad's in the medical field dude um excuse me anyway um so our plan currently is everybody's gonna do dinner on saturday but with me working retail, I won't be able to be over there until about 10 p.m. So what you're saying is we're recording on Friday? Probably not, because I have to be at work until 10.30 p.m. that night. So we're probably actually going to have to record the following Monday. What about Thanksgiving itself? I mean, I am off that day, because we're closed. And I'm not obviously doing anything now, so... Yeah. Well, then we'll just do it Thursday night. Because I'm off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. 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 <laughs> um, God, we are two halves of the same idiot. Um, <laughs> no, so, okay. Let me... Off track again. <laughs> I mean, dude, I told you. We may as well just not even set something up to talk about. I saw something on YouTube earlier that I guess the... Like, the MCU, like, Disney or whatever was, like, fucking offering Tobey Maguire, like, two Spider-Man film roles. So I wonder if he's going to be offered a role in the Multiverse of Madness and also in Spider-Man 3. That would make sense. 
You got me mid-chew on an airhead. Um, if if Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire don't show up, I'm gonna be absolutely just devastated. <laughs> because like they were hyped, like everybody's been like room, like the rumor mill is just like so hyped up, like it was gonna happen. And I was like, man, oh man, if this happens, like I will be the happiest girl. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, I hope that happens. Um, still don't have a Venom two trailer. Still upset about that. Um, hopefully they do Carnage right, but you know how I feel about Woody Harrelson. <laughs> I, I fucking love Woody Harrelson, so I can't really say much here. Yeah, but as Cletus Cassidy, like... Natural yeah. Born Killers, dude. Did you see the wig he was wearing in the end of the fucking Venom movie? Yeah. Absurd. Yeah. He looked like Carrot Top. I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully it just works out. I don't know. Yeah. I really very... I don't remember the Venom movie really at all. Like, I watched it once and I was like, yeah. I loved it. And I guess, like, Tom Holland's supposed to be in the Venom 2 movie too. So I was like, uh, I don't know how to feel about this either. <laughs> now, Deadpool's going to be killing it. I'm telling you, because they actually confirmed Deadpool 3. You know, it's, it's happening. Everybody can stop, you know, talking about... You know, is it going to happen? Is it going to yeah. happen? It's going to happen. Um, so, my predictions, um, which I guess, like, one of the theories that they stated what Deadpool 3 was going to be about was going to take place during, uh, in between Infinity War and Endgame. What Deadpool was actually doing during the events of Thanos. <laughs> like, when half of the world snapped away. Yeah. But that sure? makes, it makes no sense. Like, at all. Yeah, it really doesn't. <laughs> but then they said that having Thanos, um, or having Hulk snap people back, like, this is that lazy writing that I was talking to you about. Like, having, like, some form of, like, Deadpool getting snapped into, you know what I mean? Like, maybe wishy-washy, like, certain things got moved from another, which doesn't really make sense because it would be from the soul, the soul uh, world or whatever the fuck. Yeah. So, I think that's very lazy writing. If they go that route, I'm going to be very irritated. Um, I'm just going to sit here and cross my fingers and hope that they don't have some lackadaisical, yada yada way to bring everybody into the MCU. Yeah. I don't really... I'm not entirely sure how they're going to do it, but there's also Battle World, so that might be a thing. But... Will we even have all of the fucking characters to pull that off? No, probably not. <laughs> Just like uh, Civil War. They didn't have near as many fucking characters, you know, um, <clears throat> having the rights to even, like, pull off, like, a comic book. Um, like, a, like a proper comic book adaption. Adaption. Are you, are, you, are you trying to speak English at this it's point? This mystery has got me. Dude, airheads are the perfect candy. Um, well. The only thing that could improve an airhead. Make it fluffier. Make them a little bit fluffier, and I do have a way to do that, by the way. Heat it up? No. <laughs> Naturally. What in the actual fuck do you mean? No. <laughs> so, you take the loose end, and you just... How in the fuck does that make it fluffier? I'll show you here in about two minutes when it's done. <laughs> what are you, a microwave? No, okay, so what you're doing is you're basically, like, when you're shaking it like that, 
it actually pushes the airhead all the way over and makes it like a pillow. It's like an airhead pillow. The plug. Yeah, dude. I think you're high. No, definitely not. <laughs> um. So while I'm annoying the audience with this noise, uh, I'm not convinced. That's fine. I will prove it to you with science. I don't know. Mine's still pretty hard. But anyway, <laughs> I have so much to say about that. Um, excuse me. Um, the only thing that can improve an airhead is if you found a way to put nerds inside of it. Mm. Okay, let right. me I don't know. let me ask you something. I don't know about that. Right. Back on the topic of the episode, let me ask you something. Uh, Do you think all key issues should be, should be slabbed, or just certain ones? Like you have the first appearance of Mojo there, arguably an important character because of his appearance in the um, in the X Men animated series, and. Because of the part he could play eventually in the MCU. Well. Or, do you think that's a character best left raw? I don't know. Because he wasn't, he wasn't like a super big like Marvel like villain, but like in the books he, he kind of was. Fair was enough. Like the Mojo, the Mojo World events and shit like that. Because, like, you know, he had his own, like, battle arena and shit like that. He had his own, like, television. You know what I mean? Like, his own, like, broadcast station. So, I thought that was really cool. I, I can't remember, like, the episode. Like, I think it was Gambit and somebody else. Like, Wolverine, maybe. I don't fucking know. They got fucking... I don't know. Like I said, it's been a minute ago, but I would totally rewatch it again. Yeah, I don't know about all that. That's fine. You can be wrong. <laughs> you can be wrong. Mm. I don't know. What's your favorite slab you got right now? Honest to God truth? <laughs> yeah. This is going to sound crazy. My um, my Fabian signed uh, Cable and Deadpool number one. Really? Mm-hmm. That was such a good series, Cable and Deadpool. Like, I think that's, like, really what got me really intrigued is when I borrowed your Cable and Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Um... God, I remember reading that shit over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Shit was just fucking great. Now, the proud owner of both of the first appearances of them again for Shut the up. second time. Shut up, bitch. The second um, time. Second time. And I know how weird that sounds, given the fact that I also have a Stanley signed first appearance of Cable, I, and that's great. That that's a key part of my development as a comic book nerd is Stanley and Cable. Yeah. But a big part about why I started reading comic books to read them, admittedly, was Cable and Deadpool. Yeah. Um, because it took the art that I loved and it took storytelling that I really, really enjoyed and it, it built it into one weird buddy cop team up. Yeah, that- it was kind of like that. If we could get like a Cable and Deadpool, like a proper Cable and Deadpool movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be much appreciated. My favorite panel transition in that series. You see them encounter each other on a rooftop. And Deadpool says, well, if it isn't Nathan Dayspring, Ascani San, um, Priscilla Summers or something like that. Well, blow my mind if it isn't. And then like in the next panel over, you see Deadpool's brains exploding at the back of his head. 
And Cable's speech bubble just says, well, you told me to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I don't know. I feel like the art was really good on that shit, too. It was. And I feel like I would have... I would have rather have seen that adaption than, like, what we got for Deadpool 2. But, don't get me wrong, like, I still got, like, mad love for Deadpool 2. Because, Deadpool like, 2 is fucking great. flawless. I wish we'd gotten a little bit more in-depth. See, that's the, that's, the one, that's the one fucking role that I can appreciate is when they um, race-swapped Domino. Um, Domino. Like, I thought that was, like, mad genius. I was, was like, really I well love Zazzy Beats. Like, that was just a perfect casting. <laughs> perfect. Like, I was like, okay. You know. Domino was, like, a kind of, you know, she wasn't the most interesting character to me um, before. But I think I think it was actually after I, wa- or after I played the Deadpool game. Like, I was all about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then... You know, a lot of people why. that don't know, yeah, a lot of people that don't know uh, that Domino's first appearance is technically, but not technically, in New Mutants number 98, which is a big, like, very convoluted fucking mess. Like, Marvel has the most fucking cameo, first full, very confusing firsts. <laughs> um, because, allegedly... Well, not allegedly, but uh, Copycat, um, an old flame of Deadpool's, um, ends up, um, she shapeshifts and she's, she's impersonating, she's an imposter, she's impostering fucking, uh, Domino. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So everybody thinks that this is Domino that you're being introduced in. Yeah, it's not. Her first appearance, like, her actual appearance was, her first one was... Was it X Force number twelve? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it said X Factor. No, yeah, it's X. It's X Force number eleven, I believe. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, which I also bought the slide for that because I was like, I gotta. Have it. Did you have a raw copy of that too? Uh, I traded it to you. No, you didn't. Yeah. No. Uh, no, you really didn't. Well, what the hell would I have done with it? I don't know. Because that was still the time when I was not getting rid of books. Yeah, dude, you never traded me that book. You never traded me X-Factor number 11. I was actually just getting ready to ask you if you wanted to trade me your fucking raw copy. Hmm. I think after this podcast, we're going to have to go, after, uh, go through your books. Because <laughs> yeah. I thought you already bought a slab copy of I, it. No, I bought a slab copy after I bought one, but I didn't send it back. Because I don't know. I don't, I don't do that. Like, I don't send shit back. So... That's very weird because I feel like I would have traded you that by now, because I don't trade mm-hmm. anybody else. Anything. I know. Yeah, huh. you never traded me that book, dude. Are you sure? Yeah, it's like you were that sure that you had like umpteen million copies of X Force Number One. Listen, <laughs> I need you to shut the whole fuck up about that. <laughs> You're like, uh, yeah, I've got like nine copies of like X Force Number One. No, I said I had two. <laughs> no, you said you had at least two after you said you had like nine. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Oh my god. I don't know. I don't even know what my favorite like slab book is. Hmm. That's a hard fucking question. Probably my first full appearance of uh, Dark Phoenix. Okay. Yeah. Which is 
just a beautiful cover. I can't remember the, the fucking, it's Uncanny X-Men something, something, something. I'm not even going to bother looking this shit up. But she's actually like first full on the cover. Mm-hmm. Now they state, because it's CGC slapped and it doesn't say the first appearance or the first full appearance. It doesn't say anything about the Dark Phoenix. But this is where we get into that whole confusing Marvel convoluted first versus cameo type deal. Um, because in the issue previous, Dark Phoenix is not, she's in the last panel, but she doesn't state that she's the Dark Phoenix. She's in one panel. So, if by that logic, because you know how one Hulk, Hulk 180. Oh my God, here we go. Hulk 180, in panel, I'm the Wolverine, full costume. But what is the more valued one? The first full, which is 181. So, the issue after that should be the first full appearance of Dark Phoenix. Because, like I said, in that last panel, it just says, I am Phoenix. Not Dark Phoenix. She only refers to herself as Dark Phoenix in the next book. So, mind blown, right? There's a lot of books like that. There's a lot of books where they're just like, okay, you know, they've only got one fucking panel... And they claim it to be, that's their first full appearance. When it doesn't even say their name, it doesn't say shit. At all. You know, it doesn't. What company doesn't do that? Hmm? You know what company doesn't do that? Fucking DC, bitch. I don't know. Because I, I feel like there's a, a very confusing... Uh, hubbub going on with punchline <laughs> yeah listen that doesn't fucking bow because then you have no you know what because then you have a character like no yeah who has Very like confusing. four first fucking appearance first for first fucking appearance that's the, i think that's the fucked up part about it is is because no had his first Full appearance was like on an alternate cover of a book. Yeah, it was on a second printing cover yeah, of a book. Yeah, yeah, something like that. It was something stupid like that. And I don't even fucking care about Null because, like, if they bring him in, which I have no idea who the fuck he is, it's not going to make any sense to a lot of the fans because, like, everybody's waiting on, like, you know, seeing the basics, like Doctor yeah. Doom, Fantastic Four. We want to see the X Men. We want to see the Brotherhood of Mutants. We don't want to get introduced to like a whole fucking new ass character that nobody fucking cares about. Nobody's even really had a chance to determine whether or not they even like this character. See, I'm more... If I wanted to start reading new books again, like I would totally start reading The Strange Academy. Which looks interesting, it sounds interesting, but... You know, I'm just, I'm not very into like collecting like new books anymore. I'm just like a collector, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm not trying to collect series. Like... I'm literally just collecting to collect because also a fanboy, but I want to have particular first appearances that I think are going to be worth money one day, um, which is why I bought like every single, pretty much every single fucking first appearance of X, X-Men that count, you know what I mean, that I think... Is ever giant-sized? Yes, because you know, that is very out of my reach at this point, um, which is out of a lot of people's reach. Um... That and uh, X-Men number one. So, I think those are the two books. And maybe two other books. um, Which would be really... I think 
Banshee made his first appearance in like a like a single digit X Men book. I think it was like six or five. Whale of the Banshee was like forty eight. Are you sure? I am. I'm looking this shit up. God okay. damn you! God damn you, Ryan! You would. And there goes the music. Edge. This fine. is worth it. This is worth it. What are you gonna get out of this if you're right? I'm gonna kick you in the face. Ah, you're wrong. We're both wrong. The X-Men number 28. We're like in the middle. (laughs) Technically, I was closer. Uh, You were 22 issues off. I was 20. Oh my God. Bitch. You were still wrong. So are you. Whatever. And it's a Marvel character. How does that make you feel? Uh, Nobody cares about Banshee. (laughs) I do. The movie Banshee was alright, but I, I, w- I wouldn't care for him in like the, the cartoon or the comics or anything like he that. He was really cool in the co- cartoon, though. I never even paid attention. I know that he and Emma Frost um, were the the headmasters or the teachers or whatever, the ones that taught the Generation X, um, which is actually on YouTube, that, that movie. Hmm. Um, which is old as fuck, very dated. Um, which I also bought a lot. I, I bought most of all of the first appearances except for Banshee, the whole Generation X. I wonder how much the book even goes for. Generation X isn't going for a lot. No, Banshee. Oh, uh, probably too much. Too much. Um, shit, Banshee and who else were we talking about? Oh, oh yeah. The other issue, the other uh, double-digit issue of the X-Men um, was the first appearance of Sunfire. Yeah, because I tried buying that, and it was just like the lowest, co- the, the, the cheapest copy I could find was like 200 and some odd dollars for like a 3.5. I was like, eh. I don't know how to feel about you that. You know you're talking to someone who dropped $250 on an incomplete first appearance of the Doom Patrol, That's right? why I'm not following that path. Like, I'm not going to do that. Just because, like, it's... Uh, the book's meaningful, but it's not that... I regret nothing. <laughs> There's, like, a dog bite of it. I regret nothing. No, okay, it's so what totally it looks like... It. Is it looks like somebody, like, dropped it on a nail... And then dropped it on a fucking pulled grenade. pulled it? <laughs> no, that's the thing. The rest of this book, aside from that, that chunk, like the whole front end of this book, it presents <laughs> so fucking well. Dude, I swear to God. <laughs> you turn around, but it's all, like the whole back ever is all gone. No, dude. Like, it, that's the thing. It's like that wide and like that long. But the thing is, is it affects the story. So it technically makes the book incomplete. If it was literally just out of the back cover, that book could easily be a nine. That's fucking insane to me, dude. I'll have to relook at that again. You should. Well, you've never seen it in person, dude. Yeah, I've seen pictures. Yeah. But the thing is, is do you think that we would have what it would take to be comic book creators? Or do you think that we would not last? <laughs> do you want to know my honest to God truth? Yes. So I don't think that we would last. Whatever, dude. They would no. hate me. They would be like, this guy's so right. Like, we're firing everybody. Oh, my God. Whatever. <laughs> Says the guy who's like, nope, the staple placement. It's one micrometer off. Oh, yeah. Can't have that. It's a, it's now a five. 
Bro, it's literally got no other defects. Nope. I would totally, I would totally fucking make every book like the, like a nine point six. Like everybody would want a nine point eight, which is like basically perfect. And I'm gonna give them a nine. It's as close even, as you can get to perfect with CGC. Even if, and you know how many people that would trigger too. Like I would totally fucking just be like, "Yep, nine point six all day. Nine point six, nine point six. Right? You know you have to mark down why, right? Oh yeah, I'll mark down why. See, that's the thing. It's because like I feel like a lot of the books that are graded, they are not properly fucking graded because I feel like they are nearsighted as fuck. Because like people. They have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. All right, so if you're a comic book fan listening to this podcast and you've ever dealt with a buyer who's been like, nope, the CGC grade on this was wrong, that's this fucking guy. <laughs> All right, this can't be a 9.8. It's It's got a minor ding on the bottom left-hand corner. Yeah. No, that still makes it a 9.8, Delgado. 9.8, I feel like you have to have sharp-ass edges. Like, perfect sharp point edges. No, that's literally not what the grading scale says. Do you, I, I, I swear to God, you should. Is. It's the official grading scale. What's the other one? C, CBC? CBCS. CBCS CG's, and, and the other one. What's the other one? PGX. Yeah. So you're saying the same thing goes for PGX? Because no. you know that they are mm. fucking not. Those guys at suck all. at life, okay? I'm not going to defend PGX. I'm going to defend CBCS through death, though. They're not gentle about putting their books in the fucking cases either. Yeah, they are. CBCS? Not PGX. Bro, no, fuck PGX. Again, I will I not defend them. I have, like, them. one book that's, like, kind of, like, slid. Like, I it's don't like, think you have a PGX-graded book. I do. Why? Um, because it was the cheapest that I could find of this particular book. What book is it? The First Appearance of Magic. You mean it's number... 14. So here's what you do yeah. when you get a PGX slab. You crack that bitch open and you send it to a good grading company. No, because by that time, the, the cover's probably already moved and then I would have to fucking redo, trying to get it set, you know, recentered and all that other shit. I'm not trying to do all that. It's got the grade on there. It's good. It's it's a decent copy. Like, I mean, it's a 9.2, I believe, or 9.4. Okay. It's not going to get any, like, you know what I mean? Like, just because it looks off-center doesn't mean shit because it was perfect when it got sent there. They just fucking put it in wrong. So, like, yeah, nobody can suck. dispute that grade. You know what I mean? Like, if it was raw and it looked like that, I'd be like, ah, I ain't gonna buy that. The cover, you know, looks like it shifted. But with it having that slab and that grade... Then they're going to be like, well, that must have happened in the transition of them putting the book back in. But yet you sit there and you're like, nope, 9.8s aren't 9.8s in the slab. But you're like, no, nah, this one that's clearly fucked up in the case now is still a 9.2. Depending. Depending. I depending if their grade was off. so much. Depending if their grade was off. I would love to fucking like do that for a living. Just grade comic books. Like that would be the job. Because like I feel like I would be the best. Like, nah, that's not good. No, because nine, uh, 10.0 books would cease to exist under you. <laughs> I'd be like Thanos. No, you'd be... There you'd, will be balance. Like, <laughs> there would be another grader who'd be like, nope, this is definitely a 10. There's no there's no real defects. There's a minor miscut up in the top right-hand corner on the... Nope, that's a 2! That'd be your ass. Nah. Nope, nope, nope. Nah. That's incomplete. It affects the book. It's because, one, I have... Uh... OCD and two, uh, perfectionism is a thing. 
Um, so I always remember that too. Like every time that I would get books, like when they would like come into the shop, I would just like finger pick through all of the copies because I wanted the best one. <laughs> I was like, ah, that just sucks because like if I would end up getting the one that was like kind of good, but then there was also one that was like really good, like I would have felt like really bad. Like it would have affected my mood for sure. So let me give everybody that listens to this a little bit of backstory. Um, I used to work for a comic book store chain a while back. Which will now be named. Nope. Um, Delgado would come in and he would help me with a bunch of stuff throughout the week, especially on, on Tuesdays when I would get book shipment in. He'd help me sort through them, get the pull list picked, stuff like that. And I'm, I'm only prefacing this by explaining that really quick because you guys have been hearing us talk about or hearing Delgado say when, when, whenever I would come into the store... Blah, 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 blah. What he's talking about is when he would come into my store. This man's right here. <laughs> one day comes in and I got my shipment from uh, Diamond. And the entire box had been smashed in because of the fucking carrier. Delgado looks at it and he's like, I'm not buying any of these fucking books. I'm like, nobody is. I'm calling fucking Diamond right now. <laughs> because half the fucking corners have been fucking just completely destroyed. Just, yeah. Ruined. Straight ass ruined. From, yeah, I fucking hate Diamond. Like, I, I don't even, and I can't even really hate Diamond that much, because, like, it's either, it was Diamond's fault loading it, or it was the person that was fucking bringing USPS. it. USPS. Yeah. So, it's a 50-50 coin toss. Mm-hmm. Um, all I know is that I'd rather just buy old books that I know are you know, what they are, you know, buy as is. I think when I stopped working for the shop, I think you stopped buying new comics. Well, I already had a restraining order at the, the, the mall, so, like, <laughs> why would I keep going if have you weren't we, working? Have we explained this on the podcast before, why uh, you had a restraining order at the mall? I have no idea. I just know that you were the only one that would let me in through the back. <laughs> yeah. Um, because, like... Why? Yeah, there's no way in fuck I would have been able to keep going in there. No. Um. Okay. So, Delgado didn't get busted like trying to burn down the mall or something like a lot of you are probably thinking. Um. There was a, there was a piece of shit human that tried to call himself a father. Humans. There's a mom and a dad. Um. Who just let their daughter like scream in the middle of the hallway in the mall itself. And I mean, this, like, this this child was like one going on not could not have been any older than two no it was definitely closer to one um maybe just turned one i have no idea at the time infant very close to infant at the time delgado's daughter wasn't much older yeah um so delgado's papa bear instincts kind of kicked in and he walked out there and confronted the parents like hey what are you guys doing why is this happening and the dad kind of lost his shit on Delgado for no fucking reason. And then Delgado lost his shit on this so, guy. So Delgado, <laughs> in true Delgado fashion, also lost his shit back on this fucking dude. And in- Oh, dude, I threw my drink, like, across the hall. Like, yeah. I was so pissed. I believe that. So, <laughs> mall security decided it would be in the mall's best interest, since these people apparently owned a business inside of the mall. Yeah, that which will not be named. They don't even exist anymore. For real? Yeah, dude. They stopped uh, okay. existing not not long after you were banned from the mall. Oh, yeah. Well, then fuck those cupcake pieces of shit. 
Their fucking tasty treats tasted like shit. And they're super high priced. Um, so. I feel like airheads take forever to do. Um, so that's why Delgado was banned from the mall. Not for what you guys are thinking. Well, that was like the most recent and last time he was banned from the mall. Because that mall may as well just not exist at this point. So. Yeah. Which I feel like the time, like it was really worth it. Yeah. Looking back. Like, I really didn't do anything. You know what I mean? Like, I was just trying to be a good citizen. And then I'm the one that's getting, like, tackled by, like, a whole bunch of fucking security, <laughs> wannabe-ass security guards. You got escorted out. Mm, one of them, like, tried to fucking, like, put his hands on me and shit. Yeah. yeah, they walked you back to the store to grab your backpack to make you leave. Yeah. <laughs> Not happy about it. That was pretty pissed. But I snuck him in. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, a lot of good times happen at fucking that place. I'll tell you that. You know, I tried to work there again not so long ago. Why? Contrary to popular belief, it was actually the least miserable. I can remember being at a job, even with all of the magic fucking nerds. Honestly, yeah. I'm not talking about casual players. I'm talking about the ones that are just fucking disgusting. The ones who think that for some reason, not, just because they know the rules of the game, they're a judge. Well, not just that, but just like filth. Just like disgusting. Oh, the ones who smell really bad? Fucking, you know, yeah. Honestly, a lot of those guys are banned from that company entirely. Like, I don't understand, like, why they feel like they could just have poor hygiene and be okay with it. <laughs> because nobody wanted to fucking smell them, dude. And just like... Think about it from this perspective. Like, how in the fuck are you ever going to get a girlfriend if, one, you smell fucking bad, two, you're a Magic the Gathering player. Like, <laughs> you're... Eh, eh. <laughs> Don't act like you still play, motherfucker. If you play, it might be a once a blue moon. You ain't got time for all that lying. shit. <laughs> you ain't lying. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of the Magic the Gathering anymore. That's fine. You're allowed to be wrong. Oh my god. Whatever. Back on the topic. Yes. I think that there is a, a book I would get slabbed that I have in my personal collection right now. I have two in my personal collection that I would get slabbed right now without them being signed. Yeah. Just because they're major keys. And that's the first appearance of Venom and the first appearance of um, Deathstroke. See, the one thing that doesn't make any sense to me is why Newsstand are more expensive than direct. It makes no sense because I feel like the direct ones present better with the little, you know what I mean? So there's actually a really good reason for that. Why? Newsstand is rare. Why? Huh. Because a lot of direct now are barcodes. Mm -hmm. So back in around 97, I think, or, like, late 90s, early 2000s, they all made the transition to barcode. But so then why in the fuck wouldn't the direct ones that have the pictures at the bottom be more expensive? Because back when, back when that was a thing, newsstand editions, when they didn't sell, they would have the cover ripped off and sent back to the manufacturer where they'd be disposed of. I remember that. Yeah. 
I still think that it's like I'd rather have the direct ones that have the emblem like the And like, that's fine. I mean that's a that's a personal preference and that's understandable. However It makes it look less like a magazine and more like a comic. No, I get it. I don't I don't disagree with you. I do prefer direct, but I'll take what I can get when it comes to a comic book like that. That's but why my, any trade you're ever gonna get off of me is always gonna be direct. Mm-hmm. Not the emblem. I honestly forgot that this long shot was direct. So is your Mr. Sin- Wait, is it the, is the slab direct? Mm-hmm. Oh, bet I did good. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just a big thing for for me is like I don't collect for the rarity's sake. I collect to have books that had an impact on the industry or on characters or on like a specific series, or I collect keys for characters that I like. So. What's your next uh, slab book that you plan on buying? I don't know if it's plan on buying or if I just plan on sending in a bunch of books to get slabbed. Because I have a lot I want to get slabbed. I mean, I do too, but I feel like I would just be wasting more time if I did that because then I would just, that OCD in me would kick in like, ah, oh, fuck, mine only came back, like, a six-point-something. I know it's more than that, so I'm just gonna buy another fucking, you know, copy of that book that's a better... You know what I mean? Like, I, I, get rather, I know what I got. I know that I took the time to look at the entire book when I bought it, and suffice it to say, I would rather just start buying fucking more slabs. So I books don't... that I don't own. I don't get my books slabbed for the grading or the value aspect. I get them graded... I get them slabbed... For the verification and the protection that the slab offers itself. That's why I do it. Yeah. But I just want to keep like adding to my I get it. You know what I mean? My haul of keys. Cause really the only things that I have now are first appearances of people. That's like the majority of all the books that I have. If I don't it's like my Savage Dragon run, or yeah. like maybe a couple, like low issues of like Wildcat. I Wildcats. I yeah can't yeah Wildcat. Say the same thing. I have or Blood. Um, fuck. Blood something. Bloodshot. No. The the image comments. Fuck. I don't remember. You're the X-Men, but not the X-Men. So every image team up ever? Fuck. This is not a bug, man. I'm sorry, when we get done recording this episode, you go look for that X-Force. It's not Bloodshot. It's not Bloodstrike. Not Blood Brothers. Fuck, why the fuck can't I think of this? Because it's image. <laughs> All right. Uh, so hot take and on unpopular opinion about to come out of my mouth right quick. Yeah. Uh, early to mid nineties, uh, image is like literally the worst storytelling. Why? It's just all so bad. It's all this hyper masculine garbage. Like you have all these characters who are like, Oh yeah, my name is blood strike. My superpower is I punch things really fucking hard and then they explode. And I have pouches. Young blood. God, I feel so stupid. Why did I not know that? 
I don't know, because again, there's 3,000 blood-related titles in the image catalog. Yeah, I know, I saw a whole bunch of them. Um, mid to late 2010s is best image. Yeah. Because you got Wicked and Divine, God is Dead, you know, you Never got... Never read Wicked and Divine. It's so fucking good, dude. Like, I almost broke down and bought the first copy of uh, What's Killing the Children, but I chose not to. Hey, did you ever sell your East of West? Mm-hmm. You fucking son of a bitch! Why? Those issues one through three for sprint. I know, and you for you me. offered to sell them to me, and then you just never got it back to me about them. That's only space. Like I, shit, dude. Like I cannot remember yesterday. Lo and behold, the comic book series that I did not think you'd like. Like yeah, I dude. didn't think that I I didn't like it. Like, so like, why the fuck do I even have these? A lot of people think my favorite publisher is DC, and they're wrong. It's actually Current Image. Current is Image. Current Image. So Current Image titles are my favorite. Like, um, Wicked and Divine. Uh, like that's still going. Yeah, dude. Mm. Yeah, it's not over yet. Um, like, it's just, it's all so, so good. Like, because they know when to end a comic book series or character. They know when it's over. Yeah. Like, fuck, they just ended. <laughs> I, hate, <coughs> I hate when fucking, like, people cannot just end something. Like, uh, you know, they just keep going and going and going. Uh, like, I feel like the comic series that like actually end is like good like you know how like it's uh very episodic for like uh like the umbrella academy like they do you know like six issues and then you're done mm-hmm. and then you come into volume two six issues and then you're done and then the third series is six issues and then and they're done they so, tell these contained stories that... Which that book's going for a lot the first appearance of uh the umbrella academy which i believe is in a free comic book um, on free comic book day, I love free comic book day. Yeah, but now that free book is skyrocketed a couple. I think it's like one fifty. Mm, I think it's more than that. I almost bought a copy a couple a few weeks ago because I wanted to have it. What was the um, the grade at? Nine point eight. CGC slab. Hmm. So, which most of the time I'll go for CBCS because I just I like that the way that, I like the way their slabs are manufactured a little bit more than. I love to talk about the fucking idiots that price some of their books on eBay. What they think that they should be worth. <laughs> like you'll see one and it's like the first appearance of like somebody very minor and it's like nine thousand nine hundred and fucking ninety billion dollars. Like, I've, got, I've got I've got one for fuck? you. Is this person on? So I saw a, it was like a Green Arrow number 17 from fucking, uh, from the DC reboot, from DC New 52. Yeah. The first appearance of Komodo, who doesn't exist anymore in Rebirth. They wanted almost $300 for it. I'm like, bro, I have that book at home and it would slab it easily at 9.8. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Like, I love the this cover. This person's like, okay, have fun slapping it. It's a dope-ass fucking cover. Like, new creative team, and that's when the new 52 run got good. He wasn't just an archery-themed Iron Man anymore. Um, so, like, I'm, like, just sitting there going, man, now I want to read that book again. So I went back over to it. I popped it open. I fucking read it. And I was like, that was a good read. Popped it back in its bag and board, put it back in my green arrow box, and then went on about my day. <laughs> 
What the fuck? Like, that's literally the only... Like, the first appearance of Diggle happened in uh, the New 52 series. Jesus Christ. I have that book, too. And some dude was trying to sell it for, like, $300 at a 9.6. Didn't they try to say that, like, Diggle was going to be the Green Lantern? There was, like, a fan <laughs> theory going around that, like, they were trying to set him up to be, like, Jon Stewart's replacement in the Arrowverse. But did Jon Stewart even make an appearance in the Arrowverse? How no, the fuck would that make any sense? No, they were gonna they like John Stewart wasn't going to exist in the Arrowverse. It was gonna be Diggle as as that sounds terrible because I feel like Diggle was a terrible character anyway. I so. liked I liked Diggle as a character because he Even was, when he like had his suit, like it was like all right, you should as Spartan. <laughs> I yeah. So and I really liked that. I really liked Spartan. I really liked Diggle as a character because I liked the fact that they they cared enough to reference John Diggle. Or uh, reference like the writer, you know, who who wrote uh, who wrote Green Arrow Year One, because that's one of my favorite Green Arrow stories. Hmm. Um, I you know, mean, I owned this at one point in time. I think I sold it. I think I did. I'm pretty sure. I'm starting to wonder if you know what you've sold and traded at this point. Yeah, I, I don't think I know. you know anymore. I, I really hope that I didn't, but I, I'm 90% sure that I did. I sold uh, my Quiver uh, trade paperback. I, I don't think you sold it. Or I, I and or traded it to you. I, I didn't need it. Or something. I don't know. I, not I remember only... it was like so nice. Like the trade paperback was so nice. Because I have a collected edition of it. And it's like a super deluxe special edition with like extra sketches hmm. uh, done by Walt Flanagan. Nice. Yeah, it's really neat. And it's like in this like, it's a hardcover inside of like a slip case. Yeah. And it's just really dope. And I have the single issues. Um, I used to have two. Of Green Arrow number one. Have you, like, got all of your shit set up yet in your comic book room yet? Um, I've been working on it. I've been or- reorganizing it because um, lately, whenever I've bought comics, I've just been like, all right, I'm just going to throw them in a box and just kind of sort it later. And it got to the point where I had a bunch of, like, cables and death strokes and Green Arrows all mixed into a box together. Um, and it just... For shame. I know. And, like, <laughs> it made me feel... It, Having it, all those it, nice Marvel books all over them, disgusting DC shut books. Shut the fuck up. No, the biggest problem with it is it's it started causing a problem in terms of what I needed to buy and what I don't. Yeah, because you couldn't like keep track. I, I couldn't, and I wasn't updating my lists anymore. So, because like I was, admittedly, kind of just depression buying comic books. Well, see, that's why I try to like fucking like categorize all my shit. Like, well, and that's you know, what I've like, been doing. Like, if you saw my comic book right now, rumor right now, you'd be like, "Oh fuck, dude!" Like. So I've recently come to grips with the fact that I have well over 1,200 comic books now. Um, yeah. And seeing them all... Once. I know. <laughs> um, seeing them all laid out in front of me has been kind of a fucking trip because, like, I was flipping <laughs> through them the other day and I was like, holy shit, I have, I have the first appearance of and the death of the Doom Patrol. I have the first appearance of Crazy Jane. I have the first appearance of the Beard Hunter. I have the first appearance of... Like, uh, all these characters from these... You lost me at Beard Hunter. That's fine. (laughs) That's a really weird character, and I don't necessarily want to talk about him. Uh, (laughs) Is that your your character, the Beard Hunter? God, no. Please do some... I'm changing your name on my phone to Beard Hunter. Please, dear God, don't. And Google that character to find out why first. Um, (laughs) So, um, I bought him because he's really funny in the show, and he's actually really well-written in the show. Yeah. Um, and admittedly, and I'm going to say this for the for the fans of the podcast, 
Um, I got into Doom Patrol only after watching the show. Ah, you're uh, one of those people. I am, but you know what? The when I wagoners. when I get into a character or a team of characters or or a a show, um, if I if there's source material behind it, I dive into the source material and I go full bore into it because I like the storytelling. See, I was the same way with Legion, though. Yeah, exactly. Because like I knew that show came out, and I was like, eh, that shit just looks boring. Like. And at that time, like, I wasn't even, like, really into, like, watching, like, you know, Marvel or DC shows. Like, I just saw it on there. I was like, ah, that looks dumb. So, for example, um, Daredevil. <clears throat> I was never a Daredevil fan until Char- Charlie Cox's portrayal. Like, I was like, he's an okay you character. You like the Ben Affleck one? No, dude, I hate the Ben Affleck movie. Oh, it's fuck, so... dude, I love that movie. I know you do, and, like, I understand why people like it. I'm not like the <laughs> I understand why people like it, and I understand why people, like, want to watch that movie and enjoy that movie, but it just seems so melodramatic and dark and broody and boring to me. But that's, like, how it should have been, though. Like, more movies should have been more... You know, like Marvel Knights esque, like dark and gritty. But that's what I liked about Punisher Warzone. But like Punisher yeah. is that dark and broody and like I need to just do this because I have to character. Alright, so who do you think played it better? John Bernthal or the guy that played in Warzone? Oh fuck, yeah. dude. You would ask me that fucking question. We're not gonna talk about the other one. He doesn't count. Thomas Jane. Yeah, no. No, um, he doesn't count. He was not Punisher to me. Gun to my head, Bernthal or uh Fuck, what is that dude's name? I have no idea. He's just... I, I just call him Frank Castle because he looks like Frank Dude, Castle. he not only looks like him, he played a very, very... I'm going to tell you that Warzone is probably my Punisher. Like, the guy okay. who played him in Warzone. I'm... I think I have to agree with you because his... He's he was so, badass in that movie. He was dude. so... And, they, and that's the so craziest Punisher, part. Dude. That's the craziest part is that he was so dialogue light in that movie... The Punisher said, what, 50, 50 words total throughout the two-hour runtime of that fucking movie? Bro, he was the fucking Punisher in that movie. Bernthal did perfect. He was a flawless Frank Castle for, like, every other run of, of the Punisher. But, like, when you're, when you're reading Warzone, when you're reading, like, old-school Punisher books where he's that, that sociopathic, like guy who just kills criminals you you really have to respect what that guy did with warzone see okay i liked the punisher only in daredevil i could not really get behind the, the whole punisher show like it was really? just too much burnthal i much burnt i like like uh this I'm is like a- watching like an electra show like this is too much. I'm a big fan of a very chaotic storytelling, and I think that the way that they got micro in that show, and the way that um, Frank worked in that show, was just a lot of fun to watch. I honestly don't. I slept through most of it. Like I just could not. I I think if you honestly gave it another shot, your opinion of it would kind of change a little bit. I'm gonna guarantee that like five minutes into it, I'm gonna want to turn on Daredevil. Fair enough. <laughs> like, is Daredevil literally like? And there's one he thing- had the greatest cameos, bro. He had the bull, the bullseye cameo where bullseye was fucking wearing Daredevil's suit, while Matt Murdock was wearing his old OG like fighting getup because Wait, somebody what? stole his armor. I don't remember that episode. Do you not? Did you not watch season three? 
of Daredevil? I'm starting to think I didn't. Yeah, dude, Bullseye was a big fucking, like, he was a big character in that How in the fuck did I not one. watch season three? Yeah, like, somebody, I can't remember how, somebody takes, like, the Daredevil's, like, suit and then gives it to Bullseye. And Bullseye goes around, like, pretending he's Daredevil and, like, killing people and shit. Giving Matt Murdock a bad name. Well, not Matt Murdock, but Daredevil. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. He was, like, at his lowest point. Like, that was, like, fucking brilliant. And, like, you get to see Bullseye, like, straight up be a badass as Daredevil. Who played Bullseye? Ah, fuck, I don't remember his name. I don't. Fuck, dude. Now I'm gonna have to go home and binge watch this shit. Fuck me. Yeah, okay. like, he was good. I like, like I said, I like Burnthal as the Punisher in Daredevil. Like, I so, could not see him longer lasting than just the Daredevil series. I, Same with Elektra, too. Like, she was just like, eh. The, the woman they got to play as Elektra, I thought, did a brilliant job. I, but, um, I also, unpopular opinion and very obviously going to just say this really quick um the guy that they got to play luke cage perfect. did a just perfect he was yeah. flawless in that yeah. role i didn't watch it but it was perfect the they in the luke cage show they actually made a reference to like his old like yellow shirt Power man yeah they made it like a reference to it like he had the he had the, like the silver gauntlets on and everything oh god and the, like the 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 little crown thing as well like he had the weird bell bottoms on <laughs> And, like, he was just running through, like, and he just stole a bunch of clothes and he was wearing it. And it, I was just, like, the whole time I'm just, like, dude, that's fucking brilliant. See, like, I don't mind, like, I don't mind that shit. Like, I feel like they really picked, the only character that they picked that actually, the two characters, my bad, the two characters that deserve to really need their own Netflix series show was Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Like, they had, like, the most interesting, like, stories. I, Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not trying to be, you know, an asshole. But, like, to me, Iron Fist is boring as fuck. Power Man was like, eh. You know what I mean? Like, that's, like... That's kind yeah. of, I think, another place where we disagree. I think to set up the Defenders, you really had to introduce all of them in their own show. And Or they could have went OG as fucking did the original fucking, you know, Defenders. Who was the OG team? <laughs> I think the Hulk, Thor, and Doctor Strange or some shit like that. That makes sense. Like, something around the, that category. Of, I know See, Doctor Strange was, and I think the Hulk was, and I believe Thor was. But I'm not entirely sure. I just, I really enjoyed what they did with those characters in those shows, and I really hope to see Robbie Reyes get his own soon as Ghost Rider. But why? I really liked Robbie Reyes as Ghost Rider, man. See, I never even watched it. I, like, I I couldn't get on board with Agents of Shield. This dude, shit was so fucking boring. read read his comic books. Like Colton was just not my favorite. Like I mean he did his he did his justice. He did his he said his piece and he was who he was like at the beginning and end of Avengers oh, number one. <laughs> I I understand where you're coming from and I think that when when we differ on an opinion like this one, I respect the fact that we can come out of it the other side and respect each other's opinion. I feel like Maria Hill was a better character. She, I really fucking wish that they'd utilized her in Civil War better. Yeah. Was she in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Not that I recall. That's a shame. I know, because <laughs> I think she was in the same episode as Sam Jackson, and that was it. But I didn't like, even know that they even, like, <clears throat> got... I heard that Nick Kate, or Nick Fury's gonna be getting his own Netflix series. He fucking should. Disney Plus show. But... Which, 
I'm gonna go back to saying something really quick. Um, I I wish that they had done a little bit better with Iron Fist, but I feel like they didn't get enough time to build him as a character because as he had someone the same who, amount of episodes, he had two seasons. That's what I'm saying. That's the same length amount of episodes as like well, Jessica Jones and Iron Man. Uh, no, wait, Iron Man didn't go se- second season. Uh uh-uh. uh. Jessica Jones had two seasons. Daredevil had three. Punisher had two. So Daredevil was the only one that went for three seasons. You good? Yeah. This is like where I say no to airheads. It's because it always freaks me the fuck out that I'm eating teeth. Because there's this fucking huge ass. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's like a crease that gets kind of crunchy. Feel that shit, weird. Bro. Yeah, dude. No, that's a tooth. <laughs> I can't even eat this. It's all in that. Did you just toss it? Yeah, that it's looks like a deal. straight ass. It feels like a straight ass tooth, bro. Like it's not moving. That's so gross. Ugh. Yeah, look at that, dude. I'm like squishing. It's not like that. Is like a straight just ass toss tooth it. right now. Ugh. Yeah, it's a straight ass tooth. Um, I <laughs> airheads. <laughs> But, I don't know, man. I, just something about the way that they told those stories in the, in the Netflix shows. I really hope that they get the same quality of writing with the Disney Plus shows oh, they when they reboot it. The Mandalorian. I know. We should like, bring in Ahsoka sooner rather than later. I have not watched the latest episode, so I don't know. But they did reference her at the end. Okay, the dope. last episode. Because um, when I actually get a chance to, my plan is to sit down and binge through the newest season. Have you watched the first season? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, then you probably watch the first season and then watch the Oh, season. no. I thought you meant, like, yeah, I, I... Have I finished the first season? You fail. Dude, shut up. I work fucking all day, every day at this point. Like, I fucking live at work and pay mortgage on a house. <coughs> <coughs> Same, um, brother. Same. So. Which I gotta mm-hmm. fucking work tomorrow. I love that. Yeah, dude, that's gross. On a Sunday, can I, like, just say that it's my religious right that I don't have to work? I mean, technically speaking, yes. Actually, you could. Like, for real? Yeah, dude. Will I get in trouble? No, because if you got in trouble, you could sue him. But now that you've got it on here, yes. <laughs> Why do you say that? Because technically, like, we're we're plotting how you're going to call out at work. <laughs> Dude, COVID's not planned, bro. It just Oh, happens. my God. You know what I mean? But, suffice it to say, like, we really haven't talked too much, like, about fucking CCC I know, I told you that. I was like, you know, no matter what we talk about, we're going to end up going off on a completely different topic anyway. That's what we do. That's how we do this. Like, I, like generally, like, speaking, like, when I go finger picking through the fucking back issues like I really try to find like the most perfect fucking like issue like perfect copy I mean like I can't I can't feel good with myself if I don't find like that good copy I I respect that and like while I would prefer for all of my comics to have like you know glossy covers and white pages and shit like that Sometimes just having the characters first appearance in my collection is the most important thing to me. Um, like with, again, I, I know I talk about it a lot, but my first appearance is the Doom Patrol. It's one of my most prized possessions in the world. At this point, yes. For now. Um, I, if I ever get to upgrade it, dude, yeah, cool. You know, like, but 
when I can when I can buy what should be probably a thousand dollar comic book for two fifty, I'm gonna take it. Regardless, really, really like is a thousand dollars that much? Yes, it's two months worth of my mortgage, my guy. I mean, that's not as expensive as like you know the giant size X Men number one. No, which and, is very unattainable now. And if I could, if so, there are there are two first appearances that I consider grails. That I consider unattainable because they are within that thousand dollar price range, and that's the first appearance of the Punisher and um, the first appearance of Moon Knight, two of my all time favorite characters. You could probably find a good copy that isn't within the thousand range of Amazing Spider Man one twenty nine. I, I have before, you know. <laughs> I found one that was like six hundred dollars, and dude, I almost jumped on it. Because that would be now Moon Knight, yeah, good luck. Like Werewolf by Night thirty two is just fucking hot as shit. I don't know why. Like just because he's having a show doesn't mean shit. Like I mean, She Hulk's getting hurt. But that's the thing: the Punisher's had blown up two movies, a full TV series. You know, he he. The Punisher's been a longer running, not a longer running character. I think him and Moon Knight may have made his their first appearance around the same time. But Uh, I don't. I. Pretty sure that Moon Knight came out first. Probably by a couple, by a year, maybe. I don't. I'm not entirely sure. That's um, just me guessing because, like, I'm not too familiar when Werewolf by Night came out. Uh, Werewolf by Night was a monthly. So yeah, but I don't remember like the like year. Back. It's fine. Um, <laughs> my I love Moon Knight as a character. You know that just as well as it, like as well as you know anybody can. Um, I think that's going to be my next issue. I'm going to buy Amazing Amazing Spider-Man 129. Okay. I respect it. <laughs> um, like, if it came down to buying that or the first appearance of Venom, I'm going for the Punisher all day. Because, I forgot like, you. I honestly forgot you didn't have a first appearance of, the, of Venom. I did. And then I sold it for very cheap. Yeah. But at the time, they weren't really doing shit with Venom. They weren't really doing shit at all. <laughs> so I was like, eh, they're never going to get this shit together. <laughs> so I'm just going to fucking sell it. Which, like I and said, now Venom I'm... has a skin in Fortnite. Oh my god. <laughs> See? I don't know, because I wasn't like, I, I wasn't that big of a fan of Venom the movie. Because like, I feel like they just, they still ran with scissors the other way. Instead of fucking making like, you know, straight up just like Marvel movie. They made a Fox movie. <laughs> it's Sony. Or whatever. You know what I mean? No, they that's just, what I'm saying. They made like a separate, you know, they didn't make it feel like a Marvel movie. <clears throat> yeah, well, that's because, again, it was a Sony movie. Yeah, but... <laughs> they don't... Sony doesn't exactly do a good job. the fans, I feel like they should have been like, yeah, sure, let's make this more of a Marvel film without saying it's a Marvel film. So the <laughs> reason I liked Venom is because there was a there was Venom's first solo series was called The Enemy Within. Um where basically it was it was him struggling with the symbiote um trying to find out what they could do to work together as a team versus like just letting Venom take him over completely and just start eating people basically innocent people. Um, and the movie borrowed heavily from that, and uh, Venom. Fuck, there was a, there was another solo series that Venom had that they took very heavily from. Well, I know in the second movie they were talking about making it more like Lethal Protector. Yeah, which is also just so fucking good to read. You're gonna end up like fucking like bringing more symbiotes into the mix. 
besides mm. just Carnage. Yeah, well, they have to bring Toxic into it, obviously, but... I think Scream's gonna be first. Scream and Carnage, because Scream's like the yellow and red one mm-hmm. that was more iconic than Toxic. I had her first appearance, but I don't know what happened to it. I don't even remember all the other symbiotes. Uh, Scream, Toxic, Riot... Uh, uh, Riot was in... Venom was, 1. Yeah, Venom 1. <clears throat> Uh, I don't remember either. Yeah, because that's just kind of like where it stops. Because like none of them were like really super meaningful. None of them really had too much of a bearing on it uh, after, you know. Honestly, like I'm more, I'm more lean towards Carnage because. He was more of a villain than Venom was to me. Like, I mean, Carnage because was like the fucking psychotic crazy the villain only, that, that the Venom only reason, could never be. <laughs> the only reason Venom was stopped being a villain was because Eddie got control. Eddie found a way to make the symbiote work for him while also working for the symbiote. They had a true symbiotic relationship in the opposite direction that Cletus and Carnage do. That's why I see Carnage as more of a villain than Venom. Because he is actually a villain. Right, Whereas right. Carnage... I, I feel like the way that they have Venom now is just like a blatant ripoff of like the Incredible Hulk. Because like that's the same relationship that Bruce Banner and the Incredible Hulk have. I I don't like modern Venom storytelling because it's it's less. I mean, if you think about it, it's like eerily similar. Like it is. They... No, that's that's my biggest problem because <laughs> like back during the the Enemy Within, um, Lethal Protector, Funeral Pyre, and stuff like that, um, <clears throat> Eddie and Venom were were anti heroes. Venom was okay with it because he was eating bad guys. Yeah. You know, he got to kill people still and got to do bad things. And Eddie was okay with it because those bad things were happening to bad people. Yeah. And while while the death still weighed on him, they weren't as heavy because of who he was doing it to. Yeah. And I, I know I'm revealing a lot about my personality at this point by, <laughs> by, by basically talking heavily and praising heavily vigilantes and stuff like that. But, you know, that's fine. Um... <clears throat> But I I like reading Carnage storytelling because it's very it's very abrupt the way he does things. It's it's one second he's just driving and the next second he's chopping up a cop in a diner saying, Mmm, smells like bacon. You know, um, and that's what I loved about the Superior Carnage uh comic book series was that you know, you had Ven you had Carnage just doing the fucking thing. How's it feel knowing that we have the first appearance card? I love it, dude. I'm still so happy that that's a book that I get to have my collection. blow up after Venom too. Like, I still I see Venom the 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 first appearance of Venom climbing a little bit, but the first appearance of Carnage is gonna blow the fuck up. I I could honestly see the first appearance of Venom someday being like Hulk 181 or yeah the Hulk Incredible Hulk 181. I still do see them being on that that that. I don't know, man. People probably said the same thing. That was thing. the greatest. That was the greatest dispute, dude. The greatest dispute. Hulk one eighty. Hulk one eighty. No, what I'm saying is, is like value wise. No way, dude. Deadpool, you say that, Deadpool but will be. Deadpool basically already is that fucking grill. You know what That's I mean? the like thing. That is going to be like the next, like very, very unattainable book with, in the outer, you know, of our generation. <clears throat> 
once it, you know, <laughs> once we decided to get old enough to carry on, that Deadpool, the first appearance, is going to be fucking ridiculous. Impressive. I still need to snatch up, just pull the trigger and snatch up a copy of that book at some point. Yeah. Like I said, I wouldn't mind fucking... You end up finding what a really good, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what you gotta do. But then, if you get one, you can't read it. <laughs> like, I hope you know this. Like, you will never be able to smell the inside of that book. I will anyway. <laughs> Why? Because, dude, like, no, like, okay, so... You better never crack that book open if you buy it once slabbed. Oh, no, God, no. If I buy it slabbed, it's staying in the slab. When I buy a book that's slabbed, I don't crack the slab. What's it going for slab nowadays? Uh, up to a grand. That's what I figured. But um, the raw ones are still fairly cheap. Four, four to five hundred, usually. And they're only getting higher in price with all the cameos that fucking Ryan Reynolds is going to do. I'm telling you, once he starts, once he does his first cameo and plays a bigger role, because I guess, like, I, I keep hearing, like, he's going to be in this, like, you know, Doctor Strange 2 movie. I really I really expect Ryan Reynolds to be the bridge yeah between uh, the Marvel U and the Fox universe yeah he's gonna be like oh yeah here's all my friends well no like okay so I guess there was like an ongoing joke that they were talking about doing for um, Ryan Reynolds is that he always existed in the Marvel Cinematic Universe but nobody ever like paid attention to him (laughs) 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 so like like in, the, damn it. like in the Deadpool 2 movie, like how he was like, you know, why is there never any X-Men here besides you three or whatever? And the other ones were like right behind him and they closed the door. Yeah. <laughs> shit like that. Like, you know, there were always like heroes around, but like, you know, they never were around when he was around. How do you like, think? Conveniently. How do you think James McAvoy and Ryan Reynolds felt that they were that close to each other, but they didn't get to interact on camera? (laughs) I don't think that was this. I don't think they were in the same. Like I thought that was like two different scenes. It might have been like because it looked like completely like it was two scenes on top of yeah on top of each other, superimposed. Yeah, which sucks, but. I would like to see Josh Brolin come back as as Cable. I would like to see them reprise Cable. I would like to see them utilize him a little bit better, though. Um, I think he did fine. He did good. He did. I'm not... I'm never going to knock Josh Brolin as an actor. I... I... That man is great. He's a brilliant actor. You know, anybody who can turn around from playing Thanos to playing Cable, you know, or any of the other characters he's played... In cinema, like, he's just a brilliant actor all around. What I mean was, while Josh Brolin did a good job, the writers didn't. You know, he was a time traveler who had a daughter named Hope, and that's fine. You know, I'll accept that, except for, you know, Cable had a son, and his name was Tyler. That they didn't Hope, on. Hope was his surrogate daughter that he was... Just trying to protect because she was the mutant messiah. But, you know, whatever. That's fine. I totally forgot about that, to be honest. Like, I forgot all about Tyler. I, I read more cable-related comic books than you do, too. So, I mean, like, let's be real here. Totally forgot about Tyler, dude. That's okay. <laughs> he, <laughs> That's he, so di- he dies off-panel anyway. It's fine. Yeah. Um. Totally space that. And, it, honestly, I don't need them to bring Tyler into the mix. If they I wanted... feel like Hope sold more books. Like, I think that's what they were trying to push is that, you know, they would sell more books... You know, because Hope played a big, significant role in Avengers vs. X-Men. Oh, yeah, 1,000%. Yeah. Which, 
By the way, if they don't fucking do X Sanction to lead into Avengers vs. X Men, because we all know that that's where that's going. Nah, we'll never see an <laughs> Avengers vs. X Men movie. You're dreaming, bitch. I'm telling you, dude. It's there's, fine. You can be wrong. There's no way. I, like, if like, they don't, contractually, not gonna happen. Like, contractually, don't. is not gonna happen. Pissed. Dude, I need to see. Chris it. Evans is done. So? Wolverine, fucking Hugh Jackman, so? is essentially done. Like he said, he would come back for like a cameo. A cameo. Not in a movie. A cameo. Um, Thor will be done. Even though he says that he would keep playing Thor as long as it takes, he's eventually gonna be done. Robert Downey Jr.'s dead. Do you know what I mean? Civil War. By the time that they get to Avengers vs. X-Men, Benedict Cumberbatch isn't going to fucking want to play Doctor Strange anymore. <laughs> They're going to replace fucking Peter Parker like with somebody else. Three more times? Three more times. Before the end. Uh, Black Widow's dead. Uh, the, Mark that Ruffalo cannot... Mark, yeah, no. Mark Ruffalo is not going to continue to play fucking Incredible Hulk, even though he likes playing him. They're, he's never going to get a solo movie, Look, so... stop crushing my hopes and dreams, okay? I need you to not. All right. I mean, what are we gonna have left? Like, we're gonna have the Winter Soldier and the Falcon, and they're they're gonna headline their own show. WandaVision. I cannot wait to see uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon. I can't either, but I just I know for a fact that Avengers versus X Men is not gonna happen. As much as like they want to claim it, it will be so far from the actual storyline. Okay, but anyway, pretty much like. Age of Ultron. Age of why Ultron you, was completely. Why are you just different. beating me down right now? Like you literally have me on the ground crying in t- in the fetal position, and now you're just taking the bat and just going, "I'm gonna bash your fucking." Well, you know that's what they do. Like the movies, they take the the the, the, the title. And do you know what you're doing right now? Market it. You're you're doing me like Jason Todd and you're the Joker. Okay, <laughs> the freaking fucking crowbar while there's a ticking bomb sitting right over here. All right, fuck you. <laughs> Number one. Number two. <laughs> or number one. <laughs> oh, God, that was so great. That entire, that entire fucking movie. Yeah. I, I mean, just, it was it was great watching it. I mean, I could only imagine that that's how it played out in the comic books. It's not, but kind of is. Because I never read it. Like, that's, that's how I just essentially assumed the death of my I, family, how it went. Can, can I, okay, you know what? This isn't the end of the episode question. This is just a question from me to Delgado. Your interest in comic books doesn't stretch to just the historical stuff. Why not? Why would you not read probably one of the most pivotal, pivotal like storylines in bat history? Like, and not, not just in bat history, but in like comic book history, you... Before that, you'd never really seen a character, like a comic book character, a superhero. Uh, where be, people voted to kill him off. Well, no. <laughs> where, where like, that person loses so dramatically somebody that they care about. Like, I understand Gwen Stacy and stuff like that, but, like... Well, that's the only way that he would sell. You know what I mean? No, and that's fine. Because so, Jason Todd as Batman, or as Robin, was never selling. Like, it was not pushing the, the numbers that it needed, so they needed to do something to create I understand why you're, why you're viewing it, but why would you not read it? I wasn't a Batman fan. That's fine, neither am I. Like, I mean, I, I'm a Batman fan, but I'm not a Batman I, fan. I actively hate Batman as a character. Like, I'll watch Batman like a movie, or but, a cartoon, but I'm not but gonna read the book. For historical reasons... Like, just to see, like, the effect that that had on the industry itself, why why not read it? Why not, like, ingrain yourself in that? 
just one time just to be like, okay, that makes sense. Like definitely, I would definitely say that the the death of Jason Todd and the death of Gwen Stacy kind of go hand in hand because mm-hmm. like they were both just dramatic, like a dramatic loss. You know what I mean? Like Spider-Man realized that he can't save everybody, mm-hmm. especially somebody that was, you know, like so a main character. Who he is you know I mean, yeah, person. very important character. Could not save. Um, and then you got Jason Todd, which was like, you know, Batman's like right hand. It was his boy. It was his, it was his, <laughs> you know um, what? he the Robin. He killed the Robin. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was the first time a Robin had died and yeah. it was so, it was so darkly told and it was so integral to Batman growing as a character and it's still utilized to this day in the Batman storylines. Yeah. So like, I just, I, to me, okay, so. Um, to me, comic book storytelling is important because it changes not only the industry when you have a huge change up like that, but it changes the it changes the culture around the community. So yeah. like when you had Jason Todd die, when you had the first Robin die, it caused this whole thing in the comic book community like, oh shit, you know, Batman can't save everybody or, or oh shit. Uh, Peter Parker can't save everybody you know you have that growth for them as characters and you have that growth in the fan base as well because they realize like oh my character my favorite character is fallible for me I hate Batman and I hated Jason Todd as Robin Um, I liked Jason Todd as Robin but I hated Jason Todd as Robin if that makes any sense see I like Kevin Conroy That's right. His last name, right? Conroy. Yeah, Kevin Conroy. That's the only Batman I appreciate. Like, and that's fun. <laughs> so, like to me, like until we get to see Sir Robert Pattinson uh, as Batman. <clears throat> Who are you? <laughs> I'm so glad he's not doing the ridiculous ass voice, and they're actually gonna have a voice modulator in his, his mask, like they're supposed to. No, that wasn't a voice modulator. No, there is a voice modulator. You can hear the way that it actually changes his voice, dude. I'm serious. I really hope not. You re- that's very small, Bill. And I hate that. And that was stupid. I'm sorry. Like, they're going to do it the right way. Okay. Instead of him just so doing travel voice. you think the Green voice. Arrow and Smallville was portrayed correctly? Hoodie Man? Bitch, Hoodie man you know how I feel on. about Justin Hartley as Green Arrow. Don't fucking talk to me right now. Don't fucking at me, all right? Terrible. Shut the fuck up. It was terrible. Yeah, the entire show was bad. It doesn't oh, count. He he had blonde highlights, man. He had the blonde streaks. It wasn't even like full on just like fucking Green Arrow. Like he was like a fucking the hipster version of Green Arrow. He was literally New 52's Arrow. How does that make you feel, Ryan? I want you to shut up. He <laughs> looked like a Spy Kids villain. That's what he looked like. You're... Dude... Dude, this was the ticking time bomb I was talking about sitting over there in the corner. You're about to let it explode on me. That's not fucking cool, man. Dude. You you got done with the crowbar. You're now you're like, hey, guess what? You're about to blow up, bitch. Dude, you're coming out with a fucking Shark Boy and Lava Girl, or vice versa, Lava Girl and Shark Boy fucking <sighs> sequel movie, and they're grown-ups. Why are we old? I don't know, but they totally recasted Taylor Lautner. Like, he's not Shark Boy. I mean, they they put a mask on whoever the fuck the other person is, but the Lava Girl is the same the same actress. 
Do you think he was busy doing something else, or uh, do you think he's just retired from acting because probably you know... retired from acting because like he realizes that he has no real talent. <laughs> he took his shirt off and that was it. He, he could was not fucking act. He was good for like eye candy. Yeah, that was it. Like I can't really. I mean, he wasn't really in anything that was that very good. You know what I mean? Like I like, I liked when fucking like I liked like Twilight. <laughs> The movie. Number one. Everything after that was just terrible. Like, I hated everything else. Okay. Because it was just too glorified as, like, a teenage... Hold on, I'm still still trying to digest that hot take really quick. Come on, dude. That was like watching Harry Potter growing up. You know what I mean? Like, the teacher would read the book to you, and then, like, you're like, oh, fuck, you hear, like, a Harry Potter movie's coming out, and you're like... Dude, this is about to be lit as fuck. Like, you know, this dude was like having all kinds of fun, casting spells and hold, shit. Hold hold on. I have a lot to digest here. You, the teacher read you the book. Yeah. I in my fifth fifth my fifth year, fifth grade. I I read them myself, but sure. She did. Like she read us like fucking Harry Potter, like chapter by chapter. It was weird. And then like not even, like, a year after that, like, the movie was coming out. <sighs> Sometimes you say things that my brain goes, oh, okay, that makes sense for him as a person. And then, like, you say other things where my brain goes, I need time with this information. 2011. What? 2011, I believe. For what? When we were 20? We were 20 in 2011? Yes. No, we were not. In 2011. Yes. We were 20 years old. We were born in... I was born in 91. You were born in 90. Math. Fuck. Fuck, we are old. God damn it. Nuh-uh. Yes. No. Do I need to show you the math? Yeah, I'm still thinking about this. Hold on, carry the one. You fucking sick fuck. (laughs) You sick fucker. I'm sorry, my brain exploded a little bit. Um, Yeah. Hold on, I need a pen and paper so I can show you this math really quick. I know what the fuck is going on. You obviously don't. You're like, we weren't 20 in 2011. Do you mean 2001 when we were 10? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2001. Because September 11th, my bad. That was you know, 2001, right? You know Harry Potter came out a little bit after that, right? Yeah, I know. Okay. That's why I said not Good. even a year after. Yeah. That makes sense, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, it was 2001. I, Fuck, I don't remember, dude. Time. time. You added an extra decade. You, you know, decades are not a short amount of time, right? We've like lived you, We've lived for three of them. <laughs> Going on four for me now, bud. You'll get there. In two months! No, actually a month and a half now. Are you ready? Yes. I'm fine with it. Because time is an illusion. Lunchtime, doubly so. By the time your birthday rolls around, the entire country will be shut down, dude. 
Probably. <laughs> like they're already starting. We're probably gonna have to start. Out. We're probably gonna have to start planning out a way to like do this remotely, since I won't be able to leave my fucking house. <laughs> Whatever, dude. <coughs> Completely gay. I think the whole entire situation is just dumb as fuck. But I digress. But we're not about to do Del Delgado half uh, hot take hour. No, 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 no. That's for another episode. <laughs> so if we pretty much reached that ending point of the episode, have you yeah. thought of a question? Um, a couple, but like neither of them are relevant to the to the, <laughs> to the actual. No, because because my my questions that like are sometimes relevant to the topic at hand, but sometimes not, uh, which is fine. Um, but no, I actually didn't think of an episode. I kind of fucked up on this one, man. That was my fault. Uh, well, I think we just kind of came off with a couple, you know, we, we were, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So my question to you tonight. Oh, fuck. Nope. Never mind. I lost it. Uh, fish. Goldfish. Bitch, you're the one who can't do math. Goldfish. Uh. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Can I think of a good one? Maybe. Fuck. I don't know. Damn. That was quick. <laughs> <laughs> See? That was really quick. See? See, bitch? CGC Slab comic book questions. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I've at least got one for the fans. Okay. So, I might as well say one for the fans. Yeah. So, if you're a comic book collector, you're into comic books, what comic book is your most prized comic that you would, hands down, go send and risk sending to CGC or PGX to get printed? Because we all know there's horror stories once you ship that baby off, God only knows what happens to it. I can't trust it. That's why I don't send my shit out to go grade it. But yeah, what comic book would you particularly send out to get graded? Okay. Not the best question, but still a question nonetheless. Hey, and if no. you guys choose to answer, answer down below in the comment box. On our Facebook page. <laughs> Which, essentially, none of these are being individually posted. So they would literally be... <laughs> They would literally be commenting in the same comment box. You're not posting them? You are. No, I'm not. Bitch, I've been out of Facebook for two months. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck are we still getting plays? What the fuck is going on? I don't know. Bitch, we talked about this. I haven't had a Facebook for two fucking months, dude. You literally messaged me. Did you post it? I was like, no, dude, I deleted my Facebook. And you're like, oh, okay, I'll go ahead and post it then. Why the fuck am I sending you links then? That's a good question. I I don't know. I totally dropped the ball on that one. <laughs> totally dropped the ball on that one. So, we, need, we need a fucking like, manager. Like every time that we're asking questions, it just doesn't even matter because they're not going to fucking answer them. <laughs> Wow. I'm fucking dead. Well, we changed our platform like how many times before? Dude, Two we have times. We're we're literally on almost of all available podcast platforms. 
maybe that's how we're still getting plays. Somebody on Spotify found us, and he's just like, these guys are actually kind of cool. I don't know. Hey, um, out of the five of you that Anchor tells me are listening to these podcasts, uh, hit our Facebook up and message it, and maybe one of us will be able to reply. Uh, or just, like, post on our page. Just, like, straight up, just, like, post your answers <laughs> on our page. There you Even go. Even better. Go ahead and just, like, start a community. Start posting on our page. <laughs> so we don't the have answer to. to the questions. Because you got a lot of, like, backtracking to do. <laughs> so fill our our, our, uh, our wall up, please. Please. We, we uh, would definitely appreciate it. Oh, my God. I cannot believe this shit. I totally just thought of that right now. That's crazy. We've been doing this for a couple weeks now. <laughs> a couple weeks? <laughs> About like a month. Bitch, this is episode eight. <laughs> is it? Yeah, dude, it's two months. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't know. It's, but anyways. It's fine. Do you have a question for me tonight? Yeah, man. Um... <laughs> <laughs> If you could, uh, I'm going to kind of rephrase a question that I asked, but I'm going to ask a question that's similar to one that I've asked you before. If you could rewrite one of the comic book TV shows oh, hell, here we that go. you've watched, which one would it be? What? Yeah. If I re, if I re, if you could rewrite one of the comic book TV shows that you've watched, any of them, uh, 90s through now, which one would it be? Titans. Okay, I definitely, <laughs> typically don't do this, but I definitely need some elaboration on that one. Uh, because Cyborg's not in it. He's in Doom Patrol. Fair enough, okay. Because I, I need the relationship between Beast Boy and, and, and Cyborg. I, I think Hawk and Dove was a great addition, but I'd, I'd rather have seen Cyborg and... And, and Beast Boy. Like, you know, like having their okay, their kind of like connection, like instead of the I mean, yeah, I don't know. Okay, no, I I get it. I I respect that answer actually. I and I I agree. See, I would have asked you like the question is as far as I mean, I guess I could like piggyback and like say like you know second question for the viewers is like, would you feel comfortable with the quality or just the sheer fact of you owning that book? You know what I mean? Like, would you, if you bought a book and, like, the motherfucker was, like, you know, beating the fuck up, would you still buy it? Would you still own it? You know what I mean? Like, because I know that you're not about, you know, pristine to a certain extent. I like the books to be presentable, but if, like, like in the case of my, my Greatest Adventure number 80, um, the chunk missing out of the back cover wasn't um, a deciding factor for me. Because it literally only affected the last page, and it only affected one block of text. If that block of text was, like, literally a centimeter down, I could still read it, and it wouldn't be incomplete anymore. Yeah. Um, but I still read it, you know what I mean? So, like, to me, <clears throat> and I'm going to kind of answer for, for the listeners who, are, who think like me, um, that having that key piece of history... Uh, is is more important than having that key piece of history and and making sure that that one is preserved from here on than spending 
thousands of dollars on a pristine copy and then continuing to keep it pristine. Um, because eventually someday, you know, that book is, is going to be one of the few remaining copies left of that book. You know what I mean? Like with, with action comics, number one, detective comics, number 27, those are going to be like, like the Bible. You know what I mean? They're going to be as like, you know, <clears throat> exactly. Someday as somebody important as the Bible. Someday somebody is going to see it's why nerds. Why my greatest adventure number eighty, and why the Doom Patrol were as integral to comic book uh, culture as a whole? <laughs> Can we make a parody of the Book of Eli, and it's just me like trying to like search for like the giant size X Men number one? Did we just think of a, a, a short film idea just at the end of our podcast? Why do you guys? Is like, how can you? Or what did he say? Because he was blind as fuck. Yeah. He's like, if you're blind, how did you see us? I can smell you. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Denzel Washington. That movie was really good. Though. It was so fucking good. And Gary Oldman, though. Gary Oldman is just like, everything he's in is gold. Yeah. So. But anyways, uh, I think we're pretty much ready to wrap this episode up. We're gonna we do apologize up. for that last episode of Cutting It Short. And probably anything else that we've done that's pissed anybody off or hurt anybody's feelings. I'm honestly fairly <laughs> certain we've probably done a lot of things that have done that, but you know, whatever, it's fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, if you're listening to us on Spotify, fun fact, um, the last episode was flipped because the last episode was not actually technically chronologically the roadcast. Because remember, you flipped them. Yeah, I didn't flip them intentionally, so but, what yeah, happened yeah, was yeah. like... So it calculated the new upload date because I modified it because I uploaded the wrong file. Yeah. So like if you guys are listening to that, if you're if you're an actual dedicated fan, you'll know chronologically that Madness into or Multiverse into Madness came before. Or no, it came after Broadcast Multiverse Now. Yes, yes. Which we need to figure out like what we're gonna name this one now. Something about <laughs> slabs and airheads or something. <laughs> the airheads talk about slabs. Oh, dude, that would be like an even better question. Like, if you could like grade like one candy, one type of candy. <laughs> if you could get a slab, what would it be? And for the listen, for the listener too. I, I mean, like, yeah, like the listeners. Well, I said yeah. listener, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess like they would be the easiest to slab, but I would like to see them try to like slab a Snickers. Like, <laughs> I would love to see what that would look like. Like, look at, like, the dexterity of, like, you know, how smooth and the sheen is just, like, you know, it's so extravagant. Admire the Snickers. <laughs> okay. I think. Yeah. I think this is trailing on now. I'm going to clean up these airhead wrappers. That's a good question, though. It is. Absolutely a very good question. <laughs> That's, like, the best question now. We're going to have to think <laughs> of an episode title now. And then possibly what we're thinking about talking about next week. Since we're probably going to be shooting it a little bit early, so... Yeah, that one's going to be... Literally a couple days from now. Yeah, because, um, okay, so you guys will probably notice that I upload the episodes on really weird days, because it's just, there's no real set schedule for Delgado and I to record this. Yeah, we're just um, doing this whenever we can. So I just throw we're up episodes... to stay, you know. We tried to stay as regular as possible, recording them on Saturdays, and then upload. I upload them the same night, so that way they they hit the the waves. And also because I thought Delgado was linking them on Facebook uh, every Wednesday, but I was wrong. I don't think it matters at this point because we're actually still getting the same amount of views regardless. So, fuck it, I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, 
so um for all you guys who who listen to us regularly we appreciate you and we appreciate your your patronage and stuff like that um i'm sure that uh now that you guys know that there's a facebook there might be some interaction which is fine um, except for there's not really anything bonus content on there which we need to like start like updating our shit like taking more photos of something again do not have facebook do not want to have Facebook ever again. Right, but we have to like stay presentable as far as, or unless you want me to just like keep it updated as far I'm as just like, just like just keep the update up, episodes updated. What I might do is we might just start like a Twitter or something. I don't know, man. We'll figure it out. Fuck it. Let's just. All right. <clears throat> well, it's been real. We appreciate you guys for listening. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the podcast of Justice. I'm Ryan. I'm Delgado, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye!